we as moms tend to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour and take care of everybody else's needs and desires. And we forget or often neglect ourselves in the process. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela, and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Marcella. I'm so glad to be back this week. Today is the last day of May. and It was an amazing month. It was. Summer is here. It's time to dive in. And I'm sure parents everywhere are thinking, okay, how do I handle the summer with these kids as a gentle parent? Maybe this is your first summer implementing gentle parenting. And you're thinking, how do I keep my cool in this summer heat, right? How do I keep my cool when my kids are home more? What do I do with them? So that's what we're going to be talking about this month. Yeah, because when you have school age kids and you don't homeschool, from experience, I know that you you get used to them going to school and having that time. Yeah. And now that they're with you 100% of the time, that transition could get really overwhelming. Yeah. So today we're going to talk specifically about keeping your cool in the summer when your kids are home more, uh, whether you are staying at home and working from home, or if you work outside the home and then you have to come home to kiddos that have been going crazy all day. Uh, we want to talk about how how to keep your cool in the summer. And you have a special gift. Yes. Yes. So we are releasing a freebie. It is called the summer survival kit. And in this kit, you're going to be getting indoor and outdoor activities for children seven and under. And then I'm going to have some transition scripts for you and also some vacation tips. If you are someone who has children who are older, you're going to still be able to use some of these activity examples, even the transition scripts and the the vacation tips as well. I'm going to include some transition scripts. So what those are is when you are getting ready to go somewhere and you're getting ready to leave somewhere, a lot of times you don't know what to say to prepare your child to go or to leave. As parents, that's usually when we see the most meltdowns is when children are not ready to leave the house and you don't know what to say to prepare them. And so then you're like, all right, it's time to go. And they freak out, right? Or you're at somewhere really fun. Maybe you're at the water park or you're at the pool or wherever it is. And kids don't want to leave those places either because they're super fun. And if you're like, all right, it's time to go. And they freak out and you don't know what to say. That is what these transition scripts are going to be for. And then I'm also going to be providing some vacation tips because my goodness, if you've ever been on a vacation with children, you know that getting out of routine typically will throw things off for kids and there's more meltdowns. So yeah, we want to give you some tips on how to handle that. You're going to need your survival kit too. Yeah, you're we're going cool. on vacation. This yeah, we're going to Disney in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but the survival kit is going to help me. That's right. <laughs> okay, so how do you get this free survival kit? Very easy. Just open the description of this podcast episode and you're going to find the link there. Or you can go to the link in our bios on Instagram or on TikTok at the Considered Mama or High Infant Club. Okay, so Marcella, 
I have a question for you because you are a working mama like myself and you do not have a nanny or help during the summer, right? And you have two kids, not one. So tell me what the typical summer look like for you as a gentle and respectful parent. What do you do to keep your cool? Okay, so I do have a, an unfair disadvantage, I would say, because Brian has the same breaks that twins have. He works in a school and he has the same summer vacation breaks, the same fall breaks, the same spring breaks. So we are a team. Right now I'm working, recording the podcast. He's watching the twins. When he's done watching the twins, then I'm, I'm on. So we switch back and forth. But what would I do if I didn't have that? Let's just say I'm a stay-at-home mom or a work-at-home mom and my spouse worked outside the house. That would be a little bit trickier. It could still be doable if we work on our expectations because this is the thing. When children are in school, we have a very tight routine and we know what happens at every second of the day. They have it too. It's a good thing that children keep somewhat their routine. However, if we make ourselves to be that tight on the schedule and keep the expectation really high, we're going to burn ourselves out. I would work on my expectations and then thinking, okay, I know the kids go to sleep at 7.30 every day during the school night, maybe in the summer, because things are more unstructured and sometimes don't go as expected because it's a different scenario, different routine. Maybe the routine changes a little bit. So so what I would do, I would look at what I have right now and I would see where I could tweak a little bit to fit my new normal. That's what I feel. When the summer comes, we have to adjust to a new normal. I normally wake up every day at six. Today, I woke up at 7.30, but then that meant that I didn't work out. You just have to adjust your timing. And you know what? What would you do if, for example, if you worked in a place that required your whole attention. For example, a follower, she contacted me a few months ago and then she said, it's really tough because I work on customer service from home and I have to be on. I have to answer all the calls and I have to follow a protocol. And then the kids are still running around her. So what would you do in that case? I think that I would have to get them entertained. And if that meant more screen time, I would give myself grace for that moment, you know, especially and try to have activities that I knew could keep them occupied for a while. So in that scenario, what I would do, and I've done before, I remember back in the day when I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Now I don't do them anymore. There was many times that I was watching the twins and then I would tell them and they were like, okay, yes, sure. They could play in the background. So if you could communicate that with your customer or with your team or whoever you're working with, that may give you a relief when they tell you, okay, it's fine. Like your kids could be on the background. Your kids could be next to you. Now, if they say no, for example, let's just say you're a newscaster. <laughs> Have you seen those things that the person is presenting the, the news or the reporter and the kid is on the background? In that case, if a job doesn't allow that, you will have to 
to look for help because expecting a child to behave as an adult is impossible. You're going to wear yourself out it, and you won't be able to get that from your child. Even my six-year-olds, if I tell them you have to be quiet for the next 30 minutes, they might be entertained, but they're not going to be quiet. You may be sitting here listening and thinking to yourself, well, you both have help. So this is kind of unfair. I'm not in that position. I don't have help. I can't afford help. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to keep my cool in these moments. That's one of the reasons that I created the freebie for you guys, because children love to play. They need activities throughout the day. And if you are a parent who can't afford help, and let's say that you are not working, but you're just like, I don't know how to fill our days. I don't know what to do. This is one of the reasons why I created the list of indoor and outdoor activities based on age. And there's a lot of really fun activities in there that I have already done with Peyton or that I am excited to do with her this year. There was a couple of weeks last summer where our nanny was gone. And mind you, I have run run multiple businesses from home. Last summer, I was running two businesses. Now I'm focusing on just parenting. So that's the reason that I have help. I do have a job that I'm working from home and I'm thankful that we are in a position that we can afford the help. But last summer, those two weeks, our nanny was gone. And if you've ever had a private nanny, you don't have a backup <laughs> and you, it's really hard to find people that you trust with your children. Right. right. And so those two weeks were really challenging for me, but one of the primary things that I did was give myself grace to lay down the things that are my typical quote unquote responsibilities as a wife, even as a mom and to let it be a true summer break. And I remembered back to my favorite memories with my mom and my siblings. And it was that we were at the pool pretty much every day. We would meet a group of my mom's friends and they all had kids. All of us were around the same age. Ages, we would have so much fun playing together and the moms would have such a great time hanging out together at the pool. And so I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, to go and make mom friends. Marcella is an introvert, so she's probably thinking, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm an extrovert, so that comes a little easier for me, but I really do believe that taking care of children really does take a village. If your husband is not home and you can't afford help, the way you find help for free is building a friendship. That's right, because I remember when the twins were younger, when they were not in school, I had a neighbor friend. I'm not of many friends because I'm an introvert, but I did have two neighbor friends. They had children my twins' age, and we would swap kids. <laughs> Of course, you have to trust them. I trusted them a lot. They're my good friends. So for example, one of them, her husband was deployed for a long time and she was alone with the kid. The only break that she had was a soccer game every Friday night. I watched her grow so she could go to her soccer game. I knew that was the only break that she had during the week and it helped her so, so much. She was so thankful. And you may think like, oh, but if they have kids, they're already busy. And you know what? For me, it was the same amount of work watching the twins than watching three, yeah, right? Yeah. The same thing I did for the twins, give them dinner, get their pajamas on. I did for the little girl. It was yeah. an extra work for me and it helped her so much. And then in exchange, when I needed the time, she watched the twins. It helped so, so much considering that all my family is in Colombia, all her family is in New York and her husband was deployed 
unemployed at a time. I feel like moms often feel guilty too for needing the break. I know I do. I have felt that whenever I know I'm at my wits end, you know, <laughs> like, okay, I need a minute. And again, I just want to encourage our listeners to give yourselves permission to take the much needed break, refill your cup, because that's really what this is about. We as moms tend to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour and take care of everybody else's needs and desires. And we forget or often neglect ourselves in the process. And so what are some ways that you can take time to fill your cup back up? Can you schedule rest during the day? If your kids are still napping, that's such a beautiful time. If your kids are not napping, I would still highly encourage you. Scheduling a break is so vital. One of the things that I put in the summer survival kit was to build a fork for your kids out of chairs, blankets, pillows, you name it, put it in there. If you have enough chairs and boxes and who knows, I mean, just build it anywhere, but make little individual rooms for each of the kids and tell them that you're going to have a quiet time in the fort and they can stay in their little rooms or they can, you know, give them like a role play option to be secret spies that have to stay super quiet for a certain period of time or something along those lines. And at least you would give yourself a few minutes. It kind of depends on the age of your children. Like my three and a half year old would stay quiet for about 0.2 seconds. And that's about it. So I see. Yeah. I know that if they have a big physical release, they will not get into so much sibling conflict afterwards because a lot of sibling conflict, believe it or not, is the need for fun. So what is the need for fun? They, they want to release energy. They want to release all that energy that they have in the inside and they don't know how to do it, you know, pro-socially. They start fighting each other, right? Hitting yeah. each other. That's called excitement aggression or that's mm-hmm. how I call it. So what I like to do before I'm getting ready for a Zoom call or whatnot, if they haven't had that big physical release, I'm like, okay, what can I do to help you have that physical release or you're a little chilled out (laughs) for the time that I need you to be a little more chilled out. So we go to the park and we have that physical release. Sometimes we play YouTube videos for kids. They have a few YouTube channels that they like that are workout routines for kids and it helps them. And, And then I come for my Zoom call and it's easier than if I didn't do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, if you got something out of this podcast episode, we would love for you to leave a review below and tell other people who are potentially thinking about listening to this podcast what it has done for you. Also, if you are a customer of High Impact Club anywhere, if you've purchased any of our products, you can become a member of our private Facebook group, the HIC Cycle Breaker Group. It is a wonderful community filled with hundreds of members who are just like you. They're right in the same boat in their parenting journeys, and they often encourage one another in that group. And it's amazing. We love that. If you don't already follow Marcella and I on TikTok and Instagram at high impact club for Marcella and at the considerate mama for myself. And next week, we're going to be talking about peaceful playtime. Yes, (laughs) we need that. I need that over here. How do you do that specifically with siblings, teaching? them to be able to play independently is absolutely amazing and Marcella is going to be giving us something special for that so be sure to tune in next week and remember it only takes understanding to break your cycle we'll see you next week 